Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with having leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Well, there was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And today I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chickren on Twitter. And Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. We're going to be discussing Arya's sixth chapter in A Storm of Swords. Um, all the usual trigger warnings for any potential discussions of a violence and rape. Uh, so Arya and Gendry have been brought to the hollow hill the it's the brotherhood without banners hideout and she sees this like you know they kind of had them little burlap sacks over their heads when they reveal that you know they're finally there they, she sees this huge fire pit and a kind of center of a cave with a big dugout floor and <clears throat> they they see like it just sounds really interesting there's white like weirwood tree roots tangled through the stones and the dirt and the walls and um it's kind of like an interesting ambiance here and uh she noticed uh, the thirst of beer when he comes in. He looks really different. Um, you know, his robes aren't as fancy and look, they're ratty and pink, as she describes them. And he's got a drooping face and, you know, shaggy gray hair where I think he had shaved bald head before. And um, <clears throat> uh, The mad huntsman brings in the hound. And, you know, Thoris tells the hound, the hound, you know, he references, you know, um, the Lord of Light has woken in my heart, you know, that he's a changed man. And, like, the many powers long asleep are waking. There are forces moving in the land, and I have seen them in the flames, in his flames. And so it's, it's so dramatic. And, um, of course, Sandor's unimpressed. Uh, <laughs> um, he's scoffing, kind of like, you know, he's like, they look more like swineherds than soldiers. And it's you know we find out that it's Dundarian. A man speaks up, you know, <laughs> off of the side. And yeah, but can he's just for like, a second? Yeah, <laughs> just for a second, I want to say how completely like Sander to be totally outnumbered and like you know totally chained up and still be just talking absolute smack to everyone around him, like just ridiculous. He's true to character. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't fold. It's like this is me. <laughs> Yeah, he's not he's not impressed with any of them. No. <laughs> and I do some kind of, you know, kind of raggedy and he's like, you know, that's what Barrick's admitting, like, you know, some of us are swine herds and you know, but but he's sort of like and, and this is kind of interesting too, because Sanders like, well, what difference does it make he's dead? Because he's like, We're still Robert's men and you know they just you know, it does you kinda do you see Sanders' point here. You yeah. Know? It's kinda like all this talk and they're still like they sound like a cult, you know? It is. It's like It is. Well, and it's I like it because it's starting to pry at the edges of sure, you know, we see the Brotherhood without banners working to protect, you know, the small folk, which is good. It is a good thing, but you can see how they are also at the same time kind of losing their own way. Mm. And yeah, it's it's good that you kind of <laughs> hear Sander poking fun at it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and Arya's shocked when she finally realizes that that is Barrett. Because for the, you know, he sort of started talking off at first without this acknowledgement. And then she's like, but she sees the forked purple, you know, lightning bolt on his cracked enamel breastplate. And, um, <clears throat> you know, Thoros is kind of proclaiming that, you know, Sandra's going to die for his crimes. And, you know, they go through this sort of list of people and, you know, sort of like these valid, you know, anger at these horrific crimes and but sanders like you know i'm not responsible for all these like these names mean nothing to me and i don't serve the lannisters anymore and you know and he does he gets into that like you're you're just the same as them like you're all murderers like he's trying to point out that that they can try to justify sort of self-righteousness all they want but you know, he, in Sanders' mind, we're all equal here. Well, and he's very rightly arguing, you know, collective punishment is evil, which of course it is. You shouldn't punish someone for the crimes of someone else in their class or group or, you know, whatever, ethnic group, whatever, you know, the crazy things that people do right. with collective punishment. He's right. At the same time, right. he's Sandra Clegane and he's been guilty of all this shit, too. <laughs> I know, and that's kind of what what always is sort of the issue here, I guess, throughout all these books, is, like, what constitutes, like, something that's done in battle? Like, how do you draw the line? Because there's so much that's done that's awful, and a lot of it is, like, gray area crap, and it's like, so how do you draw that line, you know? And then, even here, when, you know, Arya stands up, and she's like, you know, he was innocent, you murdered Micah, and, but then... Sanders like, well, I was commanded to do that. What was I supposed to do? And he, you know, he even throws Sansa up in her face. And you know, and she's like, well, she was lying, and that's what she does. She lies, and she's, you know, obviously she's a kid. And but it's like, you know, he's like, well, look, you know, yeah, I was doing what I was ordered to do, and how many of the rest of them are doing what they're ordered to do, kind of. Thing. Oh yeah, this is the standard soldier defense. I was just following right. orders, you know, right. and it's like. They're all gonna yeah. <laughs> fall back on that one. And Arya's like, "Well, did um, you need to cut the child in half?" Right, you know, right. which is a pretty good response right. to that. I love it that Arya. Yeah, she did it. Arya yeah. is there. Yeah, she's like, Arya is there, and she knows that he has committed murder. She knows exactly who right. he personally murdered, and she's able to actually help them nail him, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was like that was actually one of our questions. Um, and it doesn't say, oh, no, Carter Girl 75, um, Discord. She does ask, like, is this, um, if Arya is not there to accuse Sandor of killing Michael, what happens to him? Hmm. I think they'd still probably do it. I think maybe they feel more, ju- like, maybe they're glad because they feel justified. Don't you yeah, I think they would have, yeah. they would have trumped up some reason. Something, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, they they would have had an excuse for this. But what what you do kind of see here when we get to the epilogue of the book is that, that when, when Barrick is actually completely gone, that that rule will fall away. And that saying, Hey, I didn't personally do, you know, X, Y, Z is not going to save people anymore. So, yeah. Oh man. So at this point, you know, after area spoken out, um, Thoros and Dondari kind of go off to the side, kind of whispering and they're mulling this all over and what they're going to say. And, um, she's thinking to herself, like she's basically praying, like I, I, uh, I, they have to kill him, and that she did. Pr- she's been praying all this time for him to die, like hundreds and hundreds of times. And, um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> she's so close, <laughs> so close. Her answer, <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, Dundarren announces that the Hound's accused of murder, and the Lord of Light will decide his fate. 
he's going to sentence him to trial by battle. And, you know, <laughs> Sandor's like, are you a fool or a madman? You know, he's like, oh, well, I'm neither. And you're going to be free to go if you can prove your innocence with your blade. And, uh, Arya understandably doesn't like this because she knows how deadly he is. Yeah, she's like, he, she's like, no, like, this is a big mistake. And, like, before Harwin could cover her mouth. Yeah, no, this but, is clearly, like, <laughs> this is a classic blunder. You don't, you don't face off against Sandor Clegane in a duel. I mean, even, even, even Jamie would think twice about this one. Oh, wouldn't it be great to hear, like, Jamie's internal thoughts during this? Oh, battle? God. External thoughts. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this is this is nuts. Like, this is clearly, they're clearly drinking the Kool-Aid, because this is <laughs> really, really bad. And, and but, but then it's kind of like, you know, I think George does a good job of kind of making you doubt, because then you see, because we get to the next part where, like, the, the Hound's kind of contemptuous, like, who's going who's gonna to be? And Don Darren's like, oh, you're going to fight me. And, you know, he's like, get his sword, his innocence is going to be in his armor, and Sandor's like, wait, 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 you have armor? He's like, no, he, he has a squire, and this is the reveal, that he's got these extreme wounds, and, you know, and then Aerys starts to think, okay, something more is going on, and, you know, is Hound the Hound also feeling fear? Because, you know, you don't, again... Well, think, let's oh, just he's let's not, just say sure, he's not going to fight Sam. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> Beric Dondarrion looks like a zombie at this point. He clearly yeah, yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I think that's he what can't he's be Yeah, because right, they all they know what a battle wound that kills you looks like. Yeah, <laughs> he's got one, <laughs> and he's alive. <laughs> like where you, then she, like where you can see the lance went through him. Right. That's. Yeah, great, great, because they said, look, at the whole thing went through. Like, I don't even know if they mean that there's a hole still there. Like, is there, like, a sealed hole no organ? I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, so, Thoros gives his little, you know, prayer to the Lord of Light before battle, and um, <clears throat> then Beric cuts the palm of his left hand with his long sword, and it erupts into flames. And you know, Arya's like, Okay, Gendry, you just saw this. If is this the wildfire trick again? And Gendry's like, no, I think this is different. And she's like, eh, magic? You know, what's going on here? Um <clears throat> and you know, the hound's cursing. He says burn in seven hells. Yeah. Thoros too. You know, he's like he's like, when I'm done with him, you're gonna be next. Cause this is absolutely like that's another thing. Like, I don't know if they thought, okay, this will scare him, but it seems to set off like I mean I a ray you know ray I feel like, like this you're is do this to me <laughs> I feel like this is just one of those like you know kismet moments I mean obviously George designed it being the right. god of the world but yeah. he basically you know basically like Dondarrion's been fighting with this flaming sword that's that's just kind of his shtick and he runs into you know Sander who's fucking terrified of fire the only <laughs> thing he's afraid of is fire. And so it's kind of like perfect. I mean, it's a really good moment. I got to say, it feels really satisfying to see Sander be this scared. You kind of need this catharsis of seeing him suffer here. Honestly, he's done some really horrific things. And if you're ever going to have another thought about him that isn't negative, you need this. Yeah. And (laughs) Arya even thinks it where she thinks she wants him to be scared, like as scared as Micah must have been. No, that is that's yeah, uh, and that's fair. And I, I think we, I think we all need him to be this scared. Yeah, because I think it's like easy in these chapters to like because I found myself more taking Sanders' side, but then yeah, that like draws me back to like yes, he deserves. There's, he deserves a lot. Like yes, he not, does. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting, because I was also taking <laughs> Sandor's side. <laughs> when they were naming off the names in particular, it's, I was like, I okay, know. he didn't kill all those people. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Oh, gosh. So, oh my gosh. So the, and this is, it's the battle's intense. And I, you know, I've got some like general, if anybody wants to bring up a favorite moment, I've got like some general notes about it, but he's kind of like, you know, this, it's hard and fast. This is like, it really, he's, a, he's scared, but it also set off, I think, a sort of rage in him that they're going to do this. I'm going to, you know, really fight back. And Yeah, well, um, there's like a, cor- yeah, a, a cornered animal element to it, mm-hmm. I feel like, with him. And also, at one point, George describes Sander, like, he gets, uh, Dondarrion pushes him, like, backs him with sword blows toward the fire pit. And George describes him at one point as like, you know, like Arya can only see the whites of Sanders' eyes, which sounds to me like a scared horse. Like they just kind of get mindless when oh, yeah. they're that terrified. And uh, yeah, they're, this was a really well-written fight scene. I mean, it's no Jamie and Brienne sword fight, but it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's um. so he's uh, yeah, in that part, she could see the fear in his eyes and, you know, his his at towards the end. You know, his sleeve is ablaze. They say the part of his uh, shield when it splinters also has caught fire. And he can't, I'm assuming there's like some kind of strap or just something he can't get his arm out of, it sounds like. And then, you know, he's trying to shake this off. And um, all the while, everyone's yelling, finish him, guilty, you know, chaotic. And um, it it sounds like towards the end there, it's like, you know, Barrick's kind of sliding in, it looks like, for the final cut. And then... Sandor screams and like you know he at one point he sort of had slipped but he gets back up and um he brings a sword down on Barrack from like they say from the shoulder to the breastbone you know I'm well, just trying to in my through, mind I'm trying to figure out where this core from where he got hit before <laughs> oh like, yeah where he would happen before but like through his sword right because yes. that's what Arya says is oh, that oh, she oh, says that shit. Um, he lost a sword oh I, I actually have it right here I'm looking at my book okay yeah good Some, Smooth as summer silk, Lord Beric slid close to make an end of the man before him. The hound gave a rasping scream, raised his sword in both hands, and brought it crashing down with all his strength. Lord Beric blocked the cut easily. No, Arya shrieked. But the burning sword snapped in two, and the hound's cold steel plowed into Lord Beric's flesh, where his shoulder joined his neck and clove him clean down to the breastbone. The blood came rushing out in a hot black gush. Oh my gosh! And well, of course, this is this is basically that's good. This is basically a redux of what Sander did to Micah, because he split him in two like this and wrote him him down. Yes. Gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Poor Aria. Oh man. Yeah, that poor kid. Because that's exact. Because like you know, she's like, she's like. Why? Because that's immediately what she thinks about Arya is thinking, if gods exist, why didn't Lord Beric win? Like, if this is supposed to be writing yeah. the wrong, and then, God, to see him go the same wound that Micah, oh my gosh. Um, you know, and, and after this sort of, he crumbles down, um, Sander's crying out for help for his burn, and Thoros tells Meli to see to him, and, you know, some of them are like, you know, the Huntsman guy's like, okay, Let's take him back to the crow cage and Stony Sep and <clears throat> but you know, Harwin's like, no, this is like Relore's judgment has judged him innocent and um Arya snaps. She's takes um she snatches his um grabs his dagger, uh Greenbeard's dagger, and spins away. <clears throat> 
And she's kind of shocked when she does see the damage, like, you know, I guess the burn damage on him. And I guess I'll read this last little part where she's, um, uh, they say his eyes met hers. And he says, you want me dead that bad? Then do it, wolf girl. Shove it in. Uh, it's cleaner than fire. His arm, Arya thought, his face. But he was the hound. He deserved to burn in a fiery hell. And the knife fell he- felt heavy in her hand. She gripped it tighter. You killed Micah, she said, once more daring him to deny it. Tell, him, tell them you did. You did. I did. His whole face twisted. I rode him down and cut him in half and laughed. And I watched them beat your sister bloody too. Watched them cut your father's head off. Uh, Lem Greg grabbed her at this point and wrenched the dagger away. And she shouted to the hound to go to hell. And she heard a whisper behind her. He are, he has. And she turns to see Lord Beric Dondarrion standing with his bloody hand clutching Thoris by the shoulder. Um, yeah, I mean... Sander knows how to dig in. Well, and he's, I mean, I don't know if he was trying to get himself. He killed is. Him, like, yes. He's to, trying yeah. to get her to kill him. Cause I, th- I imagine, yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine the what the pain of an entire yeah. burned arm is like, but he knows what it's like to recover from a burn and clearly would rather not do it again. I'm sure he probably doubted they were even going to let him go. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but I mean, and this is more about, you know, how this is a, this is, mm. this is the ideal this is still the idealized brotherhood without banners that they in fact, you know, do stand by their word and let him go. They say that he won his trial by combat. God, poor Arya. Just nonstop, nonstop trauma. So close. Yeah. It's like, how many times has she been so close to what she has wanted and what she's needed to happen? And then it gets like, just, but I mean, in this case, she stops. She stops herself. She herself yeah, is going, wait a minute, yeah. is this right? Do I actually want this revenge? Right. Which is good, you know? I mean, it's a good thing yeah. that she can do that. They bring Berg back so quick, or Thoros brings him back yeah, so like, quick. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, I'm glad you brought that up, because like, I was surprised too, because I thought it was at least like maybe another chapter of the reveal. I was like, wow. That was, it couldn't have been more than, what, a minute? Yeah. Two minutes? Very Maybe he was and just... Like, and nobody freaks out. Nobody. Nothing's <laughs> like, yeah, they'll be back. <laughs> used to it. Yeah, the, the only one who really notices is clearly Arya. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> did we get email yes, for this Yes, we chapter? did. Um, so we have another piece of mail from Cardinal Girl 75 on Discord, just to comment. Um, I hadn't paid attention in previous reads, but Sandor's being accused and judged for a lot of things he didn't do simply because of who he served. During a time in the Brotherhood Without Banners history, when they weren't completely off the rails, the same fate that will eventually befall Brienne and Podrick. Yeah, and right here, because this is the cave where Brienne and, you know, Podrick get taken. Oh, it is literally here. Where they go. Yes. Um, we have another piece of mail from Savic Gmail, which Chicky, you just answered part of this. Do you have an idea where this cave is, where the Brotherhood has taken its headquarters? Probably there have been hints that I miss. I dimly remember that one of the POVs came across a place where many werewolves were growing, but I can't recall who it was and where. But the cave seemed to be underneath some kind of weirwood assembly. Maybe people figured out the location of the cave already long ago or is it common knowledge and i just missed it anyhow to be the same cave where brienne is taking her last uh feast chapter when she is taken captive by the brotherhood without banners right yeah yeah this is yes. it this is hollow this is hill. hollow hill yeah 
And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember exactly where it is on the map, but yes, I think they do have a pretty good map location for it. If you Google it, I don't know. Some of the Song of Ice and Fire fandom map makers have narrowed it down. Um, we have another piece of mail from Buck O'Hare on Discord. Is this symbolic? Fire white and weirwood roots fighting a broken man. Oh. Oh. God. I mean, are we giving George that credit? But yes. <laughs> <laughs> it would seem so, yeah. If you <laughs> All right. Our last piece of mail, um, not chapter specific, just a general um, comment from Savic Gmail. Dear ladies and occasional gent gents thank you so much for your podcast you make me very happy i came (laughs) i came late to the jamie and brianne party but seven saved me george really managed to hit all the soft soft spots in my heart with these two characters when i got to the point where the bwb hang brianne i went nuts because i actually thought it was not beyond george to just kill her and that hurt so much that i spoiled myself to death and sucked in everything i found out about jb so luckily, I discovered the amazing fandom universe around A Song of Ice and Fire and Game of Thrones and found myself writing and sharing my own fix, which I never thought I would have the courage for. Revisiting JB chapters together while, while, while listening to your podcast shows me again why I'm so obsessed with them and what it is exactly that is so genuinely beautiful about their characters and the way George sets up their relationship. And also, it's just so good to know that I'm not the only crazy person out there. <laughs> Thank you, Chicky, for always expressing the feels about some of those passages in the books the way I experienced them as well. You just always hit the right tone for me when it comes to the shipping feels. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm good at I'm good at ah, noises. All right. You are all you are all writing fix on the AO3 as well, right? Under which names do you post there? That's cool, though. That's a sweet. Oh, one. that's a really good email. I can't believe people are still joining the book fandom. Quite yes, frankly, it's still kind oh, of a surprise. And, and I'm still going there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <more>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started to watch the show after I almost. I started to watch the show after I was almost at the end of Dance, and of course, it did trigger me how they messed up Jamie's character so much. Still, it is fun to try and figure out what input might have been. Um, exact from George that he gave D and D and what intended to be a little it a bit like digging through the rubble and finding some treasures that got buried in. Since I am a naive newbie, I am still optimistic and I do very much believe that George really wants to finish wins and therefore will somehow make it. And dealing with the anger and disappointment about every about everything the show messed up and with the anxiety about when and if we will ever see wins has at least the has has at least the positive effect of triggering a ton of creativity in the fandom. I'm kind of sad that I joined the fandom party at a time where many talented and devoted fan art and fanfic contributors already have a hangover from the bad trip of show season eight or dropped out while giving up hopes for wins. But at the same time, I'm happy that as long as we are waiting, there is still some discussing, rereading and fan art going on and that you guys keep up with the podcast. Another time, I'll probably write more content related stuff. But this was just as a first shot to let you know that you are great and to send you lots of love and and positive, optimistic shipper vibes. Thank Aww, you so thanks. much, Savik. That's very nice, really Savik. Yes, yeah. and I wonder that. where you are in like in listening to the podcast. Like, if you're still very early on, 
And so how long it would take you to actually get to this. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're yeah, gonna beat yeah. all the we're gonna beat all the hope for wins out of you by the time you reach the Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you <laughs> listening. <laughs> for warning. Very sorry for whatever for, we're doing oh, well, to your, uh, your outlook. Yet. You won't get into spot, but, Yeah, because yeah. I mean I I've never written fic. You know, it's I think most everybody else on podcast has, right? I haven't. Probably. Devin, are you writing fanfic? Do you want to do anything? I am not. I've not delved into that realm. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I did a few drawings early on, but yeah, I think like they perfectly described it though. Like that was how we felt. Like, like we were off. It was like it was like reliving the feels of like early fandom listening yeah. to that. And I'm so glad that somebody else gets to. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they get to experience the positives. I'm sorry they had to experience that yeah. horrible ending of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was so refreshing. We haven't had anything that positive in so long. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah, thank you for also the other emails. So it'll be good, the other comments and stuff. So that'll be great. You know, it's always good to have like fresh input. Because, you know, it's, yeah, it's been a long time for us. You know, so. <laughs> Keep the fire going. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> and do we have any oh, more that's mail? All oh, good, good. So that was a nice note to end on. That was really nice. Nice email to end on. Um, okay. Uh, any last thoughts on the chapter? It was a pretty good, like, you know, I thought it was just overall, like, it was a good chat. Like, there was a lot of, like, obviously a lot of action. It was, like, it was nice and concise and it, it's uh, good. Do you want to know why this across. is, you want to know why this is a great chapter? Because we're seeing a bunch of characters that we've either been following closely or followed a little bit or a lot all come together. You've got Arya and Gendry oh. here. You've got the brotherhood without banners and Beric Dondarrion and, you know, Thoros here, who we've been hearing a lot about. And then you bring in Sander. It's nice when the characters converge. Hint, 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 George. These are good moments. <laughs> That's why we love them so much. <laughs> Yeah, these are ones we're invested in, right? Yeah, <clears throat> they feel me- like they feel me- even if they're shorter, they feel meaty because you're getting a lot of what you want. It's not just oh, yeah. okay, this is kind of depressing. This log through. This is like what we want. No, it's great. It's payoff. It's seeing it's seeing the lightning yeah, lord yeah. together against a guy who's afraid of fire. Like everything about this is great. <laughs> yeah, and serves a purpose for the story moving forward. Yes, it does. Right. Yes, another <laughs> another winning note. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, that's a good place to end that. Um, and you could reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com. Oh. And uh, submit questions to the chapter threads on the Jamie and Brand subreddit. Follow us on Twitter at Door Podcast. Please like, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, any place you might listen. And you can support us at Patreon on Patreon at close the door. Um, I'm closing the door. Get out. 